This is Salt City Hoops on ESPN 700. We'll have two hours of advanced analysis, the X's and O's, headlines around the NBA, and breakdown of your Utah Jazz. Here are your hosts, Zach Harper and Andy Larson, on Utah's number one sports talk, ESPN 700. All right, welcome into the Salt City Hoops show on ESPN 700. We've got new audio Coming into the show, we've got some, sp- yeah, we've got new everything. It's it's new production. almost like the the whole season is is about to start and not you know twelve weeks away or whatever. It right, is. it is actually quite a long time. That being said, what is about to start are the twenty sixteen Olympic Games. I'm in, and I'm a hundred percent in on the Olympics. I, I I'm a big Olympic fan. I, I it usually takes me a little bit to get into it, but. but the good news is there are early games before like the opening ceremonies. That's right? what got so. me in. Is I, I I've had nothing to do Ooh. the last two days. And are we so legally been... allowed to play this music? I, <laughs> I think so. I hope so. John knows best. John, our producer. Uh, blame him if we're not allowed to. But uh, yeah, I watched I some. So. I watched some Olympic soccer, and it it caught me. Whatever it was, I watched Canada versus Australia for the women's. Okay. And I was like, all right. I'm in. And then I watched Brazil play today for the men's, and they were reckless. And I was in on that, too. It was like watching a team. It, how, what do you mean by reckless? All right. I, I don't know a ton about soccer, but I do, know, I do know a sporting situation when players are going for their own glory and not so much the team glory and not playing a team game. And this was just a bunch of guys shooting from, I don't know, I don't even know what the distance is, but it looked like a far, a far distance. And just like just these, I would say ignorant shot attempts on goal, mm. and that's what I saw a lot of out of Brazil, and it was great. And none of them worked, but it was great. That is, that is, they were booed as they left the field. I read that much, as and, they should and, be. Yeah, uh, drew with South Africa, which is right, correct. Not a great result for the Brazilian national team, although it doesn't have many of their stars. It does have Neymar? They have so Neymar. Yeah, that's that's an important. He one. did some stuff. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I could talk about soccer for a while, but. This is a basketball show. Right, I don't know that that would go over well, because um, I cannot. We do, have, <laughs> we do have a lot of basketball to talk about. We're, this is basically our Olympic preview show, so we're going to be ranking the teams of this Olympic tournament. Uh, who's the biggest threat to Team USA, who are 14-1 to 1 favorites coming in to the I guess 1-14 one favorites. 1-14 to 14 favorites. Yeah, right if you can get 14-1 to 1 odds, you jump on that. <laughs> you should, you should <laughs> probably get that. Risk it all. Uh we're going to do in or out on Olympic teams and also Olympic events. Yes. And, you know, are we in on beach volleyball? Are we in on sprinting or hurdles or surfing or whatever? Wait for the next segment to find out. That's it's an important topic. Uh, we'll talk about Russell Westbrook, and he just uh, signed a extension with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Correct. We'll talk about that. Uh, we'll talk about Team USA's odds, how they're playing, where they compare to other Team USA's of the past. Uh, and we'll talk about the Jazz's roles on the Olympics as well. So Boris Dia, Rudy Gobert for France, uh, Howell Neto playing for Brazil, and Joe Ingles playing with Australia. And uh, we'll go around the NBA as always. And then Gordon Hayward's playing in this tennis tournament up at the U uh, that I've been going to every game of because I'm a tennis aficionado. Sure. And uh, it's he been a basically lot of fun. he basically declined the Olympics simply to play in this tournament is what I'm gathering it from, does seem from like this that. week. Yeah, <laughs> that because there was is one or the other. There is, there do is both. fewer Zika mosquitoes it here. It seems unlikely they hear. would be here. 
Although but, they are in Florida now, so yeah. fingers crossed. Maybe they make it their way around. There was a Zika-related death in Utah. Oh, was there? There was. Okay. Go to KSL.com for okay, the latest <laughs> on, on your favorite news stories. Anyway, we'll talk about all that during today's Salt City Hoop Show. Um, I'm Andy Larson. That's Zach Harper. As always, please tweet us or call us during the show and let us know what you're thinking about the Olympics or basketball or the Utah Jazz or tennis or uh, Olympic events or really whatever you want. Movies, if you want to know an TV. update, yeah, um, Boogie, your dog. Yeah, he had we're surgery yesterday. It. It's a big, big deal. Maybe that's a whole segment in itself. That out in this eight show. to twelve weeks. Uh, he's out five, five to seven days. Okay. Um, but what does out mean? He's not allowed to run or jump. That's you can't play basketball. Here's the problem. He's trying to run and jump. <laughs> How? Do, what do you do to stop him? I just, I just hover over him and say, "Please don't jump. Please don't tear <laughs> your stitches. I don't want to take you to the vet." And eventually, he feels sorry for me and just lays down. That's good. Yeah, that was my day today. <laughs> That's good. It's great. All right. Well, you had this article on CBSSports.com. That's your job. Hey, that's where I work. Uh, on what was it Tuesday that you? Yeah, that sounds right. It? Basically, ranking the biggest threats to Team USA in the 2016 Olympics, and I, I think we should start there. Start kind of bottom up, just like you did, and kind of let you guys know out there what are the threats out there as you start watching these Olympic basketball games, if you so choose to do so. Uh, Venezuela is your worst team, and they don't have really any good players. Uh, they did have an NBA guard, Gravis Vasquez, who's not playing with the team. Right. He, his ankle injuries from last season are preventing him from, from playing with the team. The Brooklyn Nets didn't want him to play. They just signed him to a one-year $5 million deal, so he will not play. Uh, I guess here are the two most in- – well, there are three interesting players in terms of like Venezuelan basketball. Okay. Anthony Perez, he's a forward. He's like 6'9". Uh, he went to Ole Miss, okay. played four years there, I believe. That's really the only interesting thing about him. Okay. Uh, played in college. Yeah. Gregory Vargas helped lead them to an upset in the FIBA Americas Cup, which is how they got here, by upsetting uh, Canada. Canada should be better than Venezuela. They're technically, they technically are, and yet, not here, Venezuela is here. Uh, and so he helped them, so that's kind of interesting. And then uh, John Cox, I believe, is Kobe Bryant's cousin. Okay. He's like 35 years old. I think he played college ball somewhere, uh, maybe University of San Francisco, and he's Kobe Bryant's third cousin or something like that. Okay. So uh, there's your Venezuelan team. They're awful. <laughs> okay. They're really awful. Let's move on quickly to China. Uh, who also has awful. Yi Jinlan, Lian, and uh, Zhao Qi. And uh, that's about it in terms of NBA talent. Wang, uh, Jilin? Wang Jilin got drafted in the second round by the Grizzlies, I believe. Okay. Um, He's a good shot blocker. Everyone else is just kind of, I don't know, like Yi Jean Lin is their best player, and he's not very good. Uh, Guo Elun, I think I'm saying that correctly, he's actually kind of a fun point guard in terms of just guys on the roster, but this also an awful team. This is not like when Yao Ming was on the team and they could actually maybe make a little bit of noise. They're really bad. It's strange that, like, I, I get why they have tall people because, you know, lots of people that you're going to have some tall people and it sure, makes sense lab, to put them towards basketball. Make them in labs and stuff, yeah. But you would think that for the same reasons they could like get a guard, right? Like Yeah, they've really never like Sun Yu is probably yeah. the best Chinese guard, well at least the best one I can think of. Um and he's like not he was never really that good. You'd think they could find someone like even, you know, 59 to 63 who Right, who can dribble a basketball right. and maybe make a shot. And it's not clear that They do not have that right now. <laughs> anyone on their team can. So they are the 10th biggest threat to the United States of yes. America. Uh, number nine is Nigeria. Biggest biggest misses for them here are Al Farouk Amino was not cleared for insurance reasons to play. Who, so, what, what does that mean? 
Is that I, the I team saying no? Is that the insurance company? I kind of think that's the team making it difficult. That okay. that's my impression. Uh, also, also Festus Azili, who has legitimate injury problems all the time, yeah. uh, was not cleared to play. So they're missing really their two best players. They still have Josh Koyan, who played a little bit for the the Mavericks a couple years ago. Ben Uzo had a weird triple double for the Raptors in like 2011. Uh, they have a guy named Chamberlain Oguchi, who's kind of fun. Michael Gabinji okay. is a rookie, second round rookie for the the Detroit Pistons. But I, these are like some NBA level players. Like, yeah, I, they've got like four or five guys who have like have NBA talent or have played in the NBA or whatever. Okay. Um, but they're also like they're just not very good. Yeah. Uh, Australia is eighth. This yeah. seems low for them, right? It does seem low. Here's the reason why. I don't think they're a threat to the U.S. I mean, look, they've got Patty Mills, Maddie Delavadova, Joe Ingles, uh, Aaron Baines, Andrew Bogut, Utah Summer League legend Brock Modem. Uh, Cameron Barstow yeah. was, was an NBA player. David Anderson was an NBA player. Yeah. The reason I don't feel they're a threat is because they don't have any really good wings. No, they, I mean, Joe Ingles is probably their best wing. Yeah, and that's going to be a problem defensively, right? So like, in, if they're if Mills and Delavadova and uh, Chris Galding and and Joe Ingles can can get hot from three. All right, maybe they can they can really make some noise. But they're missing guys who can attack the basket off those hard closeouts. So I I think their size can be a problem. But I just I don't feel them as a threat to the U.S. because of that reason. Does Jingles guard Kevin Durant? Has to. I mean, who else does it? <laughs> Brock Modem, maybe. I don't know. Uh, that's kind of fun. That right? seems like, like an awful idea, but <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. But Brock Modem is not a better idea, right? They could really use Dante Exum and Ben Simmons. That's what I would say. Yeah, I wonder if if they were there, would this be the fourth best team in this tournament? Uh, I would probably say fifth. Okay. Yeah, I think, but I think they could challenge, like, really challenge for a bronze medal if they had those two guys. Okay. Uh, Brazil, your seventh ranked team. See, I might put Australia above Brazil, but tell me why you did it the other way around. Uh, because of, I think they can match them with size in terms of Nene, uh, Cristiano Felicio. Who uh, played well for the Bulls last year. Yeah, Martin, Martin, Martin Souza is actually a former NBA player. He played a little bit, I think, with New Orleans in the mid-2000s. Um, he's pretty solid. Uh, Huertas is not the worst player in the world when put in the international game. Uh, I think Alex Garcia can play. Leandro Barbosa can play. Howell Neto can play. Like I think they can give you more trouble consistently inside out than Australia can. I would probably start Neto and mi- that's what I would do as well. But I don't know if they're going to do that. And I get it that like Marcelino Huertas is a, a legend yeah. in Brazilian basketball. He used to be good. Um, but yeah, in terms of what you want, I, and, and so much of this for me is rather than can those teams compete offensively, it's whether or not they can compete defensively. Right. And Howell Neto's shown an ability to guard like starting NBA point guards. Right. right? Exactly. And do it pretty decently. Yeah. Uh, like Delhi can do that for Australia, but I don't know that Patty Mills is going to play. He like international ball. He doesn't really play defense. Okay, that that's my problem there. And I think you know, and home court advantage. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Uh, Croatia six. Croatia is fun. They are going to be really fun. I don't know how good they're going to be, but they have Mario Hazonia, who's one of my favorite players in the league, just because last or in the. I think it was 2015, maybe it was 2000, 2014. There was a there was an international game. Um, he hit a three up 15 with like eight seconds left, and then turned and like dapped up the opposing coach. Yeah, I remember that. Highlight. I that's, I love I just bold. love everything about him. Uh, they have Dario Saric, who's very good. Luka Babic is is solid. Uh, Roko Jušić is a former NBA point guard. Boyan Bogdanovic, very good guard. Um, 
uh, do they have the size to deal with Team USA? Not particularly. Like Miro Bilan is or even is Spain not very good. No, they'll get destroyed by Spain. Okay, I mean they'll get destroyed by the U.S. too. But they can if they can get out and run, and they can be a little a little dangerous from three. I think they can maybe upset somebody. Where do you think that fits in? Like the the difference between the NBA game and the FIBA game in terms of whether you want guards or or bigs are more important. I really think wings are the most important part okay. of it. I think that's where you get the mo- like you need a point guard or you need a couple of guards who can really attack or at least be competent to where if a team presses you or pressures you up the floor, you don't get you know you don't start dribbling the ball off your foot or throw the ball away. But um, but I really think wings are the most important part because it is so versatile and that short three point line I think just matters the most. Uh, yeah, I, I think that makes sen- some sense. And so if you can get those sort of shot opportunities from your wings, yeah, uh, that's that's going to be good for you. Mario Hazonia obviously can hit those shots. Dario Saric, uh, Roku Ukic a little bit, a little bit, yeah, yeah. Shorter right. shorter NBA three or shorter international three. I think he can be fine. I'm surprised that you think. Uh, Serbia is better because uh, obviously Milo Teodosic is is a legend. Yeah, and you know he's slowed down a little bit, but I think I still think like you put him up against Roko Ukic, he's gonna destroy yeah. him. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovic, which is different than Bojan Bogdanovic. Right, this is Croatia, the Phoenix on- Sun draft pick who has not come over yet, whereas Bojan Bogdanovic is the Brooklyn Nets twenty seven year old guard who can shoot threes. Yes, um, so. Keep those, <laughs> keep those in mind separately. Uh, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, oh, I think uh, the easiest way Serbs to and Croats will be yeah, very upset. Boyan is a classic Croatian name, and Bogdan is a classic Serbian name. I may be making that up, but I—that's how I'm going to try Th- to remember it. I mean, that's probably true. Otherwise, <laughs> 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 otherwise they couldn't play for those countries. Right. They'd have to. They'd have to do something. I don't know. Is Bogdan uh, Bogdanovic the the name equivalent of God Sham God? Absolutely. It's got to be right. Or I so. When I, I, I've been told the story by my dad, and it may not be true. Okay. <laughs> but he swears that he tried to name me Lars Larson. Ooh. Before my mom ixnayed the idea. Wow. Okay. I'm pro it. I think my radio career would be. Oh, huge Lars Larson? As yeah. Lars Larson. You would be midday, 14th biggest market. <laughs> Getting what all the, getting, I don't know, but <laughs> I don't know. It's like I could be like Miami or, or Milwaukee yeah. or Minnesota or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think you would. I think you would get free birds every day or wow. whatever the equivalent is in that city. Okay. Yeah, I think I think you'd be huge. Yeah, I think it's kind of a missed opportunity. Yeah, I was almost William Arnold Harper the third. I was okay. almost a third. So I would your, not your have father was a second. Yeah, he's and, a junior and turned down the opportunity to make you the. Third. I think my mom turned it down. I, I'm. And then there was like an idea of me being Joshua Harper, okay, which I I don't I wouldn't have liked. I'm happy with the Zach. Zach seems good. It's a yeah. Is it Zachary? Yes. Okay, that's fair. Important information. And you have next segment. I'll give out my social security (laughs) number, and you can steal my identity. (laughs) Seems fair. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) See, these are the kind of things we couldn't do if we were at the in the 14th biggest market. No, no, Lars Larson is not doing that kind of stuff (laughs) at all. Anyway. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich <laughs> knows your at least our potential pain, right? Uh, and has to live his life, especially with Bojan Bogdanovic. Also, and that's got to just be tough. Worst. Yeah, um, Nemanja Nedovic was once yeah. known as the Serbian Derek Rose. <laughs> okay, which now not so much a compliment. No, but, but back in the day it was. Uh, he played like a year with the Warriors. Is he better than Derek Rose now? Maybe in the international has, game. Does he regret? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean who knows? Yeah, we know Derrick Rose isn't that good anymore. Uh, uh, 
Jokic is obviously excellent. Yeah, Miroslav uh, Radulica, uh, former NBA player, played with the Bucks yeah. and the Timberwolves, and maybe one other Why team. Why did he leave the NBA? Because he I, hacked it. I, yeah, he like he was like he's uh, he's kind of like a better John Brockman, if that's a compliment. Yeah. Like he can rebound, he can finish around the basket. Uh, he's he's a monster in the international game. I saw him as kind of a worse uh, Pekovic. Yeah, I would say yeah. And, I mean, which is Pekovic is very good when healthy. When healthy, and, yeah, he's a solid player. I mean, he's a starter. Yeah. Um, biggest blow for Serbia: no, Man- no Nemanja Bjelica from the Timberwolves, and no mm-hmm. Nenad Kristic, former NBA big man. Uh, Bjelica would be their best player. How old is Kristic, by the way? He's got to be like fifty-eight years old by now. <laughs> yeah. Like he's been around for a long time. That's anyway. Uh, I I think. Let's move on. Argentina's been playing well. They um, have been. They kind of like had like a renaissance of sorts. Yeah, they had this like little pre-Olympics tournament uh, and beat France uh, yeah. on Monday. Right. 86 to 79, if I'm not mis- mistaken. That sounds right. Uh, Manu played well. Carlos Delfino played well. Uh, Scola's playing well. I mean, they're, they're Andres, kinda... Andres Nocioni. I hate watching him play basketball, but he's playing decently. Um, he's really good in the international game. Uh, they have the new Spurs signing Patricio Garino. Yeah, who's probably a, a Hall of Famer in the making because yeah. he signed with the Spurs. <laughs> Manu, once Manu leaves, it's right. his time to shine. Uh, but Manu, Manu looks great. Manu shaved his head. Oh. Yeah, like really shaved his head. Ooh. And so I think he's more aerodynamic, maybe a little quicker now. Maybe less self-conscious about the yeah. baldness. And they are the, you know, they are the last team to win a gold medal that's not the U.S. I thought that that was a good career move for Carl Malone. Great, great career move. Shave Carmel. the head. Yeah. I, I don't. Is there an example of shaving the head being a bad thing for a player? Rick Smith's in okay. the playoffs with yeah. the Pacers in the late 90s. That was an awful decision. Yeah. That was really. It was not. I mean, it's as bad as his mustache, but, but I guess more unsettling. Here's the thing about Argentina. With how good they're playing coming into the tournament, you can make a case that they are playing as well as anybody besides the United States. For sure. Absolutely. Our real threat, therefore, at meddling yeah i think i mean i think if they don't grab a medal this is kind of the last run for this group of guys mm-hmm. if they don't grab a medal they should be extremely disappointed they're good enough to to grab the bronze medal even though france and spain who are you know, better spoiler alert yeah. are our next two teams right uh yeah they're i think they're better they have more nba talent but argentina has just played together for so long yeah. these are veteran this is a veteran group of players i think they know the fiba game a little bit better yeah uh and they have a couple of like solid point guards in uh, Compazzo and La Provitola, I think I said that correctly. Yeah. Uh, those guys can play a little bit. Uh, it'd be fun if Prigioni was here, too. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, and by the way, like we're in for... It's funny, people who don't really follow international basketball always laugh when I say this. Like, we're going to get a, a Luis Scola God Mode game. And he like there's like he's good for a couple of like thirty five point yeah eighteen rebound games every tournament in international play. He's yeah. amazing in international play. And he like he still does that once in a while. In yeah, the NBA, he can right? still get like, hot. Yeah, um, yeah. I th- I think that's real. I'm again uh, my other surprise of this list reading it was you putting Lithuania ahead of them. Lithuania is always awesome. They're very good. Uh, they're big. They have solid guard play. I love. I actually really like the the wings they have. Um, they're missing a couple of guys that I would really like, specifically Martinez Pocius, okay. who's who's good, uh, played college ball here. Uh, maybe had a s- short stint in the NBA, but I can't remember. Um, but Jonas Valanciunas, uh, Robertus Yavtokas is a very good big man, and he has a cool shark tattoo. They have Demontis uh, Sabonis, Arvidas Sabonis' son. Uh, Jonas Mashulis is a very good wing for them. 
uh, Kuzminskis, I think I said that correctly, uh, just signed with the Knicks. Uh, Saibudis is really good. Kalnietis is really good. Like I think that they're much deeper. It's just their names are hard to say. Do you know why Linus Clays is not playing? I have no idea. That seems that like seems odd. He's like 31 thing. years old. Like yeah. He's perfectly and, of age. And Darius and Gaila a little bit too, although. How yeah, he, he's like 38, 40 years okay. old. Um Yasuke, Sarunas Yasukevichus was their longtime point guard. He's literally 40 years old at this point, yeah. I think, coaching. And, and you know, that's fine. I, I I just think Argentina, A, may have better talent, and B, uh, is more together. I mean, I, I look at their results coming in into the tournament. Sure. Uh, and I, they haven't been as good as Argentina's. And then I look at how they did in the previous Olympics when they lost to Russia in the quarterfinals. Yeah, and, and uh, I actually think I think if Argentina and Lithuania play each other uh, in the in the bracket, I think Argentina's in trouble because they don't defend the the rim well. Okay, and they don't rebound well, and I think that's where Lithuania will just eat them alive. Okay, I'm I'm curious. Yeah, I'm I'm out on Lithuania compared to Whoa! you. Whoa, I'm in. I'm more in on Argentina. In on Lithuania. Also in on Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> You're also in on France? France is good. France is your second big, biggest threat to the Team USA. And I really had to think about not putting them first. I mean, they've got a pretty stacked roster, right? I mean, just NBA players up and down. Yeah. You've got Tony Parker and Nando DiColo. You've got Rudy Gobert, Joffrey Laverne at, at center. You've got Nick Batum, Boris Diaw, Gelabale, at, at, uh, former NBA player. Uh, why is Florent Beatrice and not Mikhail Beatrice playing? I have playing? no idea. It's, his brother always ends up on the team. I don't think his brother's very good. <laughs> I don't. Th- that's confusing to me. Yeah. Why, also, why didn't Fournier make the team? He- uh, here's the thing. so their coach explained this. Evan Fournier didn't make the team because he didn't play the qualifying round, and he liked the way that his guards played in the qualifying tournament to so get last in this summer. No, this summer. Oh well, <sighs> it was like three games. Yeah, Rudy Gobert didn't play. Right, you but they. But along. you need you need your rim protector. Ugh. So Evan Fournier, not on the team because he liked the way guys like Antoine Dio, who's good, and Thomas Huerto, who's good. Um, like, sure, Fournier should be there instead of Jellabal. Yeah, one hundred percent. Or the bad Pietrus brother. Or the bad Pietrus <laughs> brother, or Charles Cahuti, like any of those guys. Who's their coach? We need to. We need to. Yeah, I can't, I don't know his name, but I he's he's got to go. Complaint. <laughs> we got to fire him immediately. Uh, I'll bring that up to Rudy Gobert. Sure, see, see if Rudy can can get something done. <laughs> uh. I think Rudy Gobert is probably the biggest single threat to uh, the Team USA. Especially right? with the international rule where you can clear the ball once it hits the rim. Yeah. Uh, you can clear it over the cylinder. Like He should be really difficult to deal with. Um, you really need DeMarcus Cousins to get him into foul trouble early, I think. Yeah. And, uh, and he's shown an ability to do that in their NBA. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and Cousins kinda... looks great, by the way. He looks like he's shed 15 pounds with hot yoga. He's very active. He's very nimble, agile. I, that's, I should I should take that advice. I should start doing some hot yoga. It's no joke. Uh, I, I just I think like Rudy Gobert is the biggest threat to Team USA's style of play. Yeah, and because uh, honestly, he shows his ability to defend NBA level talent on you know a night to night basis right? at a very very successful rate. Right. Uh, they haven't been as good coming into the tournament as, say, Argentina. Yeah. Um, they, again, like I said, they lost on Monday. They were a little bit disappointing in this pre-Olympic, um, not the Olympic qualifying tournament, but kind of the warm-up tournament right. that they were just playing. Uh, 
and obviously kind of disappointed last season, last summer, excuse me, when they didn't qualify for the Olympics right out of out of Europe. They had to do this right. um, international, I don't know, whole full world yeah. qualifying tournament. I forget what it's called. The Pan American Games something or something. Something like that, anyway. yeah. Regardless, uh, so there are some cohesive issues, cohesiveness right. issues. And then you pointed out the outside shooting question. Yeah, I mean, even with the shorter three, I don't know that Nick Batum is going to be consistent. You don't know that Boris Diaz is going to be consistent. We don't know how Tony Parker is going to shoot with it. Uh, Nana DiColo is not really much of a shooter, so yeah. um, they're going to need someone to step up and, and hit some threes. Or you just play Batum all 48 minutes and have him make all right. threes. Right. I mean, and and Rudy Gobert can shoot threes now, too, according to his Instagram. Sure. <laughs> yeah, no, let it fly, Rudy. <laughs> uh, Spain is your number one threat to the yeah, US. Yeah, I just... I really thought about France, and you just look at the talent up and down the roster for Spain. Uh, Ricky Rubio, Juan Carlos Navarro, Sergio Lull, uh, Jose Calderon, Sergio Rodriguez. Those are five NBA talent point guards, guards, uh, shooting guard point guards. Rudy Fernandez, Nikola uh, Miritich, Victor Claver, Alex Abrinas, Philip Reyes, Pau Gasol, Willie Hernan Gomez. Um, There's really only one guy on that team, Felipe Reyes, who's not an NBA talent, in my opinion. Um, Lull is... His rights are owned by the Rockets. I, didn't he play in the NBA for a little bit? I don't think he's. I don't think he's ever played. Okay. Um. But uh. But they just. You know. If they had Marcus Saul, I think they'd be a real threat to take the gold medal. Um. Away from the the U.S. Especially because the U.S. is missing LeBron, Steph, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, like all those guys, right? Yeah. Uh. But since they don't have Marcus Saul, they're really just relying on Pau Gasol to protect the rim and they went with Miritich instead of Serge Ibaka as their national naturalized player this time around um they will have some problems defending the rim and that's a problem against the U.S. right Lowell was a second round draft pick by the Nuggets in 2009 but was never played in the NBA so that's my fault uh yeah you're right that like from top to bottom this the squad has more NBA players than yeah uh than France has I might say that France has better players like I would take Rudy Gobert probably yeah I think so yeah and uh Probably Nicholas Batum over like Rudy Fernandez. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, it's tough, like knowing what version of Juan Carlos Navarro and Rudy Fernandez you're going to get in this tournament, right? Like yeah. if they're at their peak, they're awesome international players. Like Juan mm-hmm. Carlos Navarro is just a huge weapon, almost Iverson esque, except a good three point shooter in the international game. Um, but yeah, the Rudy Rudy Gobert, Boris Diaw, Nicholas Batum would be like the second, third, fourth best players on this team. Maybe first. Third, fourth, okay. something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, but depth is depth is depth, a thing. Depth is huge. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to take a break. Um, on the in the eight o'clock hour, we'll preview Team USA and kind of what they're also be doing. good. Uh, another good team, right? They have twelve <laughs> NBA players. Twelve on NBA their players. Uh, no Christian Leitners this year. No. Uh, next segment, though, we're doing in or out on Olympic sports and these teams we just mentioned. These last. 11, 12, no, yeah, just 11 teams. Just 11 teams. <laughs> we'll do that next on the Salt City Hoop Show on ESPN 700. 700. All right, welcome back into the Salt City Hoop Show on ESPN 700. We have, like, we we came into the show with new audio, so we have an open for in and out. And I just In or out, and I just want to hear it. Green trades, uniforms, and everything else the NBA can throw at us. Are you in or are you out? We'll decide now on Salt City Hoops. Okay. Oh, that Pro- was very like Pro- step right up yeah. to our casino game production. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in on that sound. <laughs> I'm in on the audio. Big fans of our our solid production staff at ESPN 700. This is great. And of course, our producer John the Follett. 
Also right. great. We in on, in on John LaFollette. <laughs> good. If you were out, would you say it in front of his face like this? I feel like, I mean, there's a thick bit of glass between us. Well, no, I guess he can catch me on the way out. No, I wouldn't say yeah, that. Yeah, and he can, he can just mute you at any yeah, time. Yeah, he can take he me right off Tony the air. Reality-style yeah. uh, power <laughs> over you. Anyway, we got we to gotta hurry on this in or out because we're, we're trying to do a lot. Uh, yeah, there's a lot. We're there. doing Olympic just named uh, finding their way into a medal. There yeah. are only three. We can only pick three each. Three in. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Olympic events, just random non-basketball Olympic events, yes. which is the fun Some one. Some of them are new for 2020, so will not be this year. Okay. Good to know. Because uh, they, they did just announce six new Olympic events for right. 2020. Anyway. Uh, all right. Let's start with uh, Croatia. Out. Out. Me too. Yeah. I don't think they're that good. Nigeria. Out. Me too. I I forgot to alternate between, (laughs) but whatever. Uh, Gymnastics as an event. Gymnastics as an event. I'm in. I'm very impressed. The pommel horse worries me. The vault worries me. Yeah. But I like the worry. I'm in on vommel. I'm vommel horse. Vault (laughs) and pommel horse. uh, Rings and uh, and the yeah. I'm in on that. I don't like the floor exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Out on floor. Uh, it's just, it's not death defying enough. I feel bad too. Cause my niece has started doing this. I like the death. And, I, and I'm out on that too. <laughs> a floor or gymnastics in general? Her doing the floor exercise. I want to see her do other stuff. Okay. I mean, it makes sense to start, um, on the floor, right? Sure. Right. Uh, Deadspin had a hot sports take where they suggested all Olympic events should take place outside. Oh, I kind of like as an idea. I don't like that in Brazil. It's already dangerous enough outside. <laughs> I don't think we need to add to it. I think part two of that would be in a place where people could live outside yes. and not die. Right, but, 100%. You know, should that happen, which could happen in innumerable cities around the world, yeah. then I think every event should be outside. I'd love it. I agree. Even, yeah, basketball and blacktop would be... Might be an insurance issue there, but sure. <laughs> Only for Al Camino. Right. All right. Uh, Spain, in or out on a medal? In. They got to be, right? Yeah. There's no way they mess this up. I think uh, at least, you know, I'm not sure they get silver, but I think they get a medal. Oh, I think I think 100% they get silver. Okay. Yeah. Uh dressage. Out. I don't like horse people. Um I don't know if that's a controversial take. Yeah, I I don't I they're all rich people. They're well, yeah, I don't well, I don't mind rich people, but I just don't like you use the word equestrian often or equine. I'm not in on that. I'm out on that. You're out on the word. I don't know what they're doing. They're like dancing with them. Yeah, that's confusing. Horse, horses already freak me out. Again, the horses should get the medal. That the people right. involved are getting the medal. You're doing is not nothing. Right. <laughs> You're just like pulling some strings like a marionette. Yeah, the yeah. horse is doing the dancing. Right, give the, the horse, horse the medal. Get the medal. Yep. And if in that, on in on horse medals. <laughs> yes. One hundred percent in on horse medals. Uh, Venezuela. Way out. Yeah, they shouldn't no even chance. be in the tournament. I'm sorry I said their name. Uh, surfing. <laughs> we don't out. have very much time. Out. I don't know how to judge surfing. I don't know if it's yeah. good or bad unless you fall off. Me too. Uh, how is it just length of time? Is it I guess. A number I don't of like, know. ups and downs? I mean, maybe if you do like, like to a, punch a shark a or something to get something. a to get a medal. I don't know what goes on. I'd be fine with that. Sure. <laughs> I mean, you're already dead if you put your head underwater. They did the Olympics so. in London. How would you do surfing in London? That's a great question. I mean, you could do like a fake surfing thing, right? I guess so. That seems, that well, I was going to say it seems artificial. Obviously, it would have to be artificial, yes. but I don't like that. I mean, they're putting an entire <clears throat> Winter Olympics in Beijing, a city sure, with, with yeah. no snow. Right. So, That's a good point. You know, this is this is a small <laughs> problem for the IOC. Right. Uh, Brazil. Out. Yeah. 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 It's a bummer because I sure. like 
Neto and Nene, and they're playing at home, and yeah. it'd be a fun story, but out. gotta be out. Uh, s- hurdles. Out. Out on hurdles. I love the 100 meter, 400 meter. I love the relay. I'm out on hurdles, though. You throw hurdles into the mix. I just want to see people run. I don't want to see them hop over a little gate. But falling is fun. Eh. I mean, not for the participants, but for yeah. spectators at home. Nah, it does nothing for me. The steeplechase is also fun because then puddles get involved. Sure. Yeah, no, that's, that's exciting. <laughs> In on that. <laughs> so really the difference between good and, and not good for you is puddles. Right, yeah. You throw some puddles in the mix, I'm in. It's very like uh, RC pro Ami if you ever played that NES yes. game. Yeah. Uh, had many puddles. That and was great. All sorts of obstacles. Uh, China. Way out. Oh, yeah, out, they have no chance. No. Uh, <laughs> Team Handball. What in team handball is fun. Have One of the played? best events I've never played, but it's it looks like so much fun. A team handball rep came to Westminster once, where I went to college, and uh, kind of tried to get some people in on team handball in in Utah. And the the plan was to then get a better team handball team for the U.S. and then have them qualify for the Olympics. Oh, I was like, this seems like my easiest shot. An team, Olympian, right? sure. Uh, I played it, and it's it's hard. You know, because you can't, it's basically every shot is a three point shot. Oh, I like that. You know, you can't I like, go inside right. the arcs. So yeah, I'm in on that. That's a good point. But I don't know that I don't have the arm strength to, okay, to yeah. consistently score goals. Well, I don't know. I have a, I have a tear in my rotator cuff, a small one, but, uh, that might stop, that you. might stop me from being an Olympian at handball. That's, that's the only thing. Getting that's the, the only way. thing in the way, in the way. Uh, and you know, you can't fix that team USA. <laughs> In. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to get a medal. Yeah. We're the, <laughs> we're the best at basketball. I don't want to come off as the arrogant American, uh, but whenever some person from another country starts talking about, well, we, if we get going in basketball, no, our players will always beat your players as long as we care. Yeah. As long as we care. And, and don't it have, seems like they care this yeah, year. Yeah. And don't have Larry Brown coaching. We're a lot. Larry Brown's a bad coach. Awful coach. I'm, <laughs> Hates the three point shot. I'm out on Larry Brown. Out on Larry Brown completely. Water polo. In, I'm um, out, and I'll tell you why. It's the, hard to play. It's hard to watch. It's very hard to play because yeah. you have to stay above water and not drown, which yeah. is incredible because people are trying to make you drown. Right. But furthermore, like having the the camera view underwater and then pop up back over water. Yeah, the and the production's like, maybe not great. I I don't know how to solve that problem. I though. like the dolphin move where it looks like they're kind of going up and down just yeah. really quickly as they like kind of pump fake and stuff. I, that's what I like. That's it's, the only reason I'm in. It's like kind of impressive athleticism, <laughs> yeah. but not visually because they don't move horizontally. Right. It's like the whole fast. like duck on a pond, right? Like you don't see all the motion going right. underneath unless they go underneath the camera. Yeah. Exactly. Uh. France. Out. Out on a medal. Out on a medal. Ooh. Yeah. Did I say in or out on Spain? You said in. Uh, I wanted to say in on Argentina, though. Ooh. All right. Yeah, I'm saying that. I'm saying out on France. Out on France. Whoa. Rudy Gobert's never coming on this show. Oh, you're right. All right. In on France. <laughs> <laughs> Rudy, I, I love you. Please, please come on our show. Right. I'm in on France. In Sorry. on France. I'm out on France. I, I apologize to Sorry, Manu. Rudy. Manu doesn't know me though, so no, that's in true. on France. But he's the nicest guy. Uh, karate, a new sport. Added Way in, way in How on is this. That, is that just scored like fencing? Kinda? I think so. I think it's just going to be everyone expecting to watch an extended Karate Kid montage, and I'm in on that. I assume every NBA produce or sorry NBC produced uh, film thing beforehand will be Has the Karate be. Kid. Yeah, or two or three. <laughs> I think I have a hot take. Okay, in on the new Karate Kid with Jaden Smith. Out on the original. 
That's a very hot take. Yeah. The the new one's good. I haven't seen the new one. It's a good movie. Uh I didn't I just didn't think it would be good, right? Yeah. Like Jaden Smith not a classically known great right. actor. No, uh, he's not a good actor, but the movie itself is good. Jackie Chan's fantastic in it. Cool. Taraji P Henson is is great in it as the mom. Okay. Yeah. Uh Australia. Out. Yeah. I wish I mean you've already said your three ins, now there's no no, I've only seen said oh, two ins. But I haven't, I haven't said. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, I'm out on Australia just because I and Joe Ingles will never come on this show. No. But he already <laughs> he already has a radio show. Right, exactly. Uh, I, I yeah, I just like you. I don't see their. I don't think their big talents that good. I mean, Bogut's yeah, Bogut's fine, exists, right? But like, but yeah, yeah it, it, he does exist. That's I'm in on him existing. <laughs> uh, Brazil just played way too well against them. Like yeah. Brazil beat them by 35 points. That's a lot. Ingles, but right. know, Joe Ingles is not worth 35 points. Probably not. Yeah. Uh, beach volleyball. Way in. One of my favorite events. They do, we're talking two-person beach volleyball, yeah. right? Yeah. Because they don't do outside volleyball with With the whole people. team? That's okay. Just, that's indoor volleyball is right. with the whole team. Yeah, beach volleyball, way in. But you're out on the indoor volleyball? Not interested. Hmm. Out on that. Okay. I might like... Mm, I don't know if that's true. I, I don't think I'm in on beach volleyball. What? Like, I don't... It's just not that... I know what's going to happen, basically. Is this Angie Treasure? All right. We oh, got wow. oh, Angie wow. Treasure calling in to the show. I think we must have said something horrible. <laughs> Angie. Hi. hi. Yeah. Hi. I, I have a really important uh, Olympic-related question for you guys. Okay. So, if you had to bring back a defunct summer Olympic sport, would it be tug-of-war or croquet? Tug of war. I'm way out on croquet. Yeah, croquet would be a hard spectator sport, right? Like, it's golf. Right, with a mallet. It's golf without the excitement, which, think about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's tug of war, golf. though, is anybody beating Montenegro in tug of war if, if Peck is healthy? I don't, no. I don't think Not so. Not a chance. He's I the strongest guy in the world. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, tug of war is, like, actually... That's where wars can get started, not tug of wars, but real wars. <laughs> right. It's because that's just straight strength, right? Yeah. No one, you have your five guys against our strongest five guys. And if, you know, if Montenegro beats America, that yeah. doesn't look good for President Obama, quite no. frankly. I have, a, I, have a, I have a question for Angie. Yeah. Are, are we in or out on esports as an, a future Olympic event? Uh, I'm out. I, think- I can't watch that. I don't think there's enough, there's not like. So there's so many Olympic sports, right, that you can turn on and be like, okay, I'm, I can totally comprehend the point yeah. even, and, and enjoy it. I, I can't watch. I've watched Gordon Hayward's live stream before because I am that crazy person. Right. It is just I have no idea what's going on. Okay. There's so much clicking happening. It's what what if it's what if it's Street Fighter? I got Ooh, into, I I got into Street Fighter. Classic arcade I could do. Okay. Yeah, in on Street Fighter as an Olympic event. That's the thing. If we yeah, could all, if the e-gaming community could coalesce against uh, to one game, yeah, and have that game be a watchable one, then I'm in. Yeah, like Street yeah. Fighter, or Mortal Kombat, yeah. whatever. Right. Uh, I don't know. Probably not FIFA because there's a real sport for that. But like <laughs> something, <laughs> something watchable. Or people doing the Nintendo. No, because there's a real sport for that too. Not in the Olympics. Well, uh, if if we did we the, we can't have Madden in the Olympics before the American old football. Nintendo Olympic game where people are like Ooh. running on the pad. Make that an Olympic sport. That's we we tennis. 
Wii Tennis should be an Olympic sport. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm in very, on that. I'm an Olympian at Wii Tennis. Oh, I'm very good. whoa. I think we all just want gold medals. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, I and I can't ride a horse for dressage, so I'm not, and I, and we oh, don't know about my rotator cuff. Come back too. Polo is a defunct. Uh, okay. I'm po- fine with that. Polo was that's in... a one horse sport. I would be okay with. Yeah, it was in Pretty Woman. I'm in on that. Because you have to also hit the person has to do something besides ride a horse. Right. If the if the sport has been in a movie about prostitutes, I'm at an Olympic event. And that's that was a very in... specific set of criteria. It is, but I but I feel like that's what the IOC is looking for. That's fine. I mean, they're I looking for prostitutes. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you may or may not be correct. This We're going to get into legal trouble with the IOC coming after the Salt City Hoop Show. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, Angie, we have to take a break. We took your call at a bad time. Um, if you want to stay on the line and continue talking about the Olympics, we're that's in. fine. Or you I'm probably have better, you have better things <laughs> yeah, to do. Yeah, she's got way better things okay. to do. Okay. Well, thanks for calling in. That's Angie Treasure at snark underscore tank. Uh, works for KSL and Salt City Hoops. Sad trombone. Uh, <laughs> all right, next up on the Salt City Hoops show, Russell Westbrook signed his Oklahoma City Thunder extension today. Uh, we'll talk about that for the few minutes we have next. Sure. <laughs> next on ESPN 700. The home of the best Utah Jazz and NBA breakdown is right here. This is Salt City Hoops on Utah's number one sports talk, ESPN 700. Yeah, new readers, new intros to the show today. We're very happy about it. Andy Larson, Zach Harper joining you. Uh, All right, quick tug of war for like one minute and then Russell Westbrook. Two people have died playing tug of war. In fact, in 1995, 650 people were trying to win a place in the Guinness Book of World Records for the largest tug of war ever done. That's sure. a pretty innocuous activity, right? Wrong. Right. Two people died. One kid died when the rope broke and whipped back on him, hitting him so hard that he died. He was nine years old. That's unreal. The second kid died after being crushed when all the people fell on top of him. Is it 10? All right, we need a limit on participants in tug-of-war for the Olympics. From the Wikipedia page, people have finger, hand, or even arm ap- amputations as a result of this event. That All right, you shouldn't need... There shouldn't be an Olympic sport where amputation is a possibility. No. We, I might be... Are you out on tug-of-war no, now? No, I'm still in. I'm still, <laughs> I like the danger. <laughs> sure. Okay, <laughs> anyway. We've got a minute on know, Russell Westbrook. Now that we know Zach's limits, Russell Westbrook signed an extension, a three-year, $85 million deal. Uh, to stay with the Oklahoma City Thunder. The last year of that deal is a player option, so he'll probably opt out and then sign a huge five-year, $204 million would be his max in 2018. Yeah. Uh, But it's a big victory for the Thunder to actually keep Westbrook in town for at least another season. Huge. Um, You know, they were having to kick around the idea of whether or not they're going to make a trade. Right. uh, Because you can't lose both of those guys, especially if you're Sam Preston. You can't lose those two caliber players in one year uh, and keep your job, right? Like right. you just, that seems impossible. Uh, and now they kind of get to rally around like this. He's the good guy. He's our, you know, he's our sports figure. It'll be interesting to see how the Thunder look with Russell Westbrook as the sole face of the franchise, yeah. because it really has been Kevin Durant's team, at least publicly uh, this, this entire time. It'll be interesting to see how they, how they go with that. And he's in, in at least I kind of forget sometimes that he's like a, a top five player in the world. He's right? a, like, like I, I get it. He takes some shots you don't like, and he can over dribble the ball, and he can be reckless with it. But he is one of the five best players in the world. And to be able to keep him on your roster for another year is great. 
Yeah. Um, Ennis Cantor's tweets were great too, by the way. I'll save those for LOL Lakers. Sure. Because that's, that's that an is an LOL segment. Lakers for sure. Uh, I also think it helps it helps the Jazz a little bit too because they're more much more likely to keep their uh, that pick as a first round pick, which was lottery protected. Right. So. Um, th- it does look like the Jazz will have that pick in, I believe it's 2018. Also, this does mean like, all right, the the Thunder keep him, but it just means it makes it easier to trade him a year from now, right? You know, if they have to come to that to that point, like, or it's, even it, at the trade deadline this year, if it, things go, yeah, really they, I mean, they could re- they could pull like a Darren Williams type thing, right? right, and like move him a year and a half before and get tremendous value and build around uh, Oladipo and Cantor and Adams and yeah. and whoever they get. It's a bonus and, and yeah. So yeah, that's, that's a decent young They have roster. a good young core for sure. Yeah. All right, we got to take a break. On the other side, we're going to be talking about Team USA's role up in these uh, upcoming Olympics and their 1 to 14 odds of actually winning the whole thing. That's next on the Salt City Hoop Show, ESPN 700. You're listening to Salt City Hoops on Utah's number one sports talk, ESPN 700. All right, welcome into the Salt City Hoops show, ESPN 700. Andy Larson, Zach Harper are joining you for the second hour of our show, uh, the Salt City Hoops show. It's a great name. It is a great name. Uh, as always, you can tweet us at Andy B. Larson or at Talk Hoops. You can also call us. I didn't give out that number before, but somehow Angie had it anyway. Angie knew it. Eight seven seven three five three zero seven hundred. You can follow in her footsteps, right? <laughs> uh, um, Offer up a a defunct Olympic event that needs to come back, and if it has amputations involved and deaths, uh, that's a bonus for Zach. It sounds like <laughs> that's apparently something I'm into. <laughs> the 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 danger of tug of war really appeals to Zach. Yeah, it's, it's crazy that like people have their arms amputated. I really like the Jean Claude Van Damme movie Hard Target, where they're like basically hunting humans. Now, I don't think we should do that in real life. No, but the danger of it, you know, kind of excites me. Um, so I guess in a sporting event, that's not the worst thing. Two different men in this 1997 Taiwanese accident had their arms severed in a bizarre accident during a tug of war contest in Taipei. That's got to be a situation where you wrap the rope around your arm, right? Like that's got to be, I guess, that's kind of the 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 gamble of it all. <laughs> Are you an arm wrapper, or do you just go straight on just not just if, hands? Not if they have to. No, I, I would never arm wrap. That's for sure. Yeah, well, can't bad. do it. Too dangerous. These high school kids had their fingers cut off. Anyway, that's <laughs> it for that's it for tug of war injuries. Tune uh, in next week for more tug of war mutilations. <laughs> Only when they bring it back to the Olympics. <laughs> we'll have actual Olympic action to talk about next week, though. So that's, yes. that's good. Uh, let's talk about Team USA for a little bit. And I, I also want to get into kind of the odds of the tournament. I want to get into finally who your third medalist candidate is. Yeah. And uh, the Jazz players as well. So Team USA, first of all, the, the rotation's good. Let me just read it out there for you guys so you, you know what it is. Kyle Kyrie Irving and Kyle Lowry at the point guard position. Jimmy Butler, Clay Thompson, DeMar DeRozan, Kevin Durant, Paul George, and Harrison Barnes at the wings. Draymond Green, Carmelo Anthony at the four, and DeMarcus Cousins, DeAndre Jordan at the five. Obviously, Durant can play four. And it's a lot of talent. But it's it's very good. Um, and it's not even the best talent we have. No, like that's Harrison the crazy Barnes thing. Shouldn't be on this roster. No, he shouldn't be on this roster. Like <laughs> He's on this DeMar roster. DeRozan shouldn't be on this roster. Right. Yeah. Kyle Lowry shouldn't be on this roster. If like, Gordon Hayward had said yes, then yeah. yeah. I mean, if uh, James Harden had said yes, 
neither of those guys are on right. the roster, right? I mean, Steph Curry, Russell Westbrook, yeah, Anthony Davis, LeBron yeah. James, also yeah. good, yeah. <laughs> Noted NBA we player, LeBron get, James. We gotta get J.R. Smith on this Team USA. Harrison or J.R. Smith? Give me J.R. I think J.R. is a better NBA player. Oh, that's kind of a hot take. Is it? Yeah, maybe. Um, no one's giving Jr. the max. That's true. <laughs> but if Jr. were twenty three, maybe. If I, Jr. played like he did last year at twenty three, yeah, then yes. I'm just. Comp- I just want to win a gold. I, I think bring, he deserves a gold medal. Yeah, I might bring Jr. over here. Yeah, we Barnes. saw how fun it was when he won a, an NBA championship. Yeah, Give him a gold. And we've seen we saw those two guys kind of head to head, right? Yeah, in the finals. And Jr. played. W- much better than Harrison did in the last few games. Yeah. I'm I'm in on J.R. Smith. On in on J.R. Smith. Uh, what are the weaknesses of Team USA before we get into their overwhelming strengths? Um, I would say turnovers. Yeah. I think they're a little careless with the ball. And because of that, they can, you know, I think it, Kyrie Irving's obviously very good. NBA champion, all that. Kyle Lowry, very good. All-star, um, all-NBA guy. But the point guard play is a little weak. Uh, Jimmy Butler, I don't know that he's that good for international competition. I haven't been that impressed. I don't really like DeMar DeRozan in the international game. Uh, Draymond Green actually hasn't been that good in the warm-ups, but they're just warm-ups, so I don't know how seriously he was taking it. Right. Uh, but yeah, like yeah. I think this team could lo- could use a little more shooting and a little bit better ball handling, but at the same time, they have the 12 best players in the world in this tournament. The They have the 12 best players in this tournament? Yeah. No, like you would take Powell over Harrison Barnes, for example. Okay, right? yeah, fair. Yeah, Rudy Gobert over Harrison. Nick Batum. Like, okay, so they have twelve of the fifteen, 12, of, twelve of the eighteen. Yeah. Okay, let's let's do that exercise. Who else is there that I mean? Is Rudy or Rudy, Rudy Gobert, Gobert would make this team. Nick Batum. Nick Batum. Uh, Diaw? Probably no, not. He's not. No, he's not even playing that much for Pau Gasol. Pau Gasol would. Uh, Jonas? Make a cage. Yeah, I was going to say for Jonas or Nurkic or Jokic, I mean. Jokic, I don't, I don't, I'm out on Jokic. Really? I don't think he's that good. Okay. Uh, yeah, those are probably the guys. So, six other players? Yeah, maybe. Maybe, yeah. We're, and we're being, we're being nice. Right. Anyway, that was, that was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're, I mean, they're just, I, I don't know. I know I said this earlier. Like we're just we we are the best at this. Like right. this is the sport we own more than anything. We didn't right? invent it. Did not invent it. Canadians invented it. They're not here though. No, because they couldn't beat Venezuela. That's not good. When Venezuela didn't have their best player. Yeah, you wonder. I I wonder what this team would look like with uh, good point guards. Uh, and of course, Kyrie Irving and Kyle Lowry are good point guards. But, sure. Yeah, know, but like you throw like a top four Steph think, and Russ in yeah, there. Steph, Russ, Chris Paul. Yeah, Chris Paul's not playing. Uh, either one, any one of those guys would be the starting point. John Wall. Team. John Wall would probably be. I like John Wall. More I like than John the other Wall two. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is that a hot take to say you like John Wall more than Kyrie Irving? I, I don't think so. Does the, like, like the maybe, only thing that changes people's minds on this is one, if you're from Cleveland, or two, yeah. the fact that Kyrie just won a ring. Exactly. Right? Yeah, but if if he had, you know, if they lose Game Seven, if that last, if the final minute goes a different direction, yeah, I think ninety. Well. Seventy-five percent of America takes John Wall. I think so, and I think he's better. Yeah, I'm, yeah. even so, with the ring, I think he's better. So we're missing the top four. Give John Wall LeBron James USA point cards. Maybe Dame Lillard. Uh, I pr- mm, that's uh, right. That's a yeah. tough one. 
He you take Dame honest. Lillard or Kyrie Irving? Dame Lillard or Kyle Lowry? That's tough. That is tough. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. I'd go Kyrie over Dame. Would you go Dame over Lowry? Yeah. Yeah. And I really like Kyle Lowry, but that's fine. That, that that's I think that's fair. Mm. Uh, yeah. Okay. So imagine like that's uh, what I want, and and what I especially want, by the way, is Russell Westbrook because yeah, I just want other nations to be shocked and awed at Ru- Russell Westbrook's. He is an alien. Watch him if you have the chance to watch him in a live game in person. You have to do it. He's really worth the price of it. Like, yeah. he moves like no one I've ever seen before. Yeah. He really, like, it makes zero sense how explosive he is as a human being. I want, like, poor Milos Teodosic to be like. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, oh, great. You're this international legend. Now deal with. Blown away with Russell yeah, Westbrook. Yeah. Deal with this rocket. Yeah. But unfortunately, it won't happen because he didn't play. Right. Uh, but Blake Griffin's not playing. Blake Griffin, quite no. good. Yeah. I That would be great. I also, mean, Blake Griffin, good at stand up comedy, apparently. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen the tape yet. Have you? you yeah, watched I watched it? it. It's ten minutes, and it's it's good. Like his delivery is good. I'm sure someone wrote the jokes for him. Okay, but he delivered it well. I mean, from what I heard, the jokes were not like they were like NBA player jokes, right? Like, it was like more. Yeah, it was like more NBA player jokes. It was like um, more storytelling, Charlie Murphy esque okay. type comedy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, shooting guard position for USA. They do have Jimmy Butler, Clay Thompson, Demar Derozan. I might almost put like. I don't know if Kyle Corver is a better fit than like Harrison Barnes. Yeah. But last Maybe Kyle Corver a couple years been, ago. Right. Yeah. I think that's an easier case. Right. Uh, who who else is missing? I'm, um, other than Harden, you could make a case for Bradley Beal. Yeah. I'd rather have DeRozan, even though he's sucks. Four. <laughs> this is a this is probably a a bad question. Four years from now, 2020 Olympics. Demar DeRozan, Bradley Beal. Or Zach Levine? Bradley Beal. Is he going to be healthy? Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you make me pick, though, right now, I'm yeah. going to take the guy with the highest upside on that list. I would say Zach Levine has a higher upside Ooh, than maybe. Bradley Beal. Yeah, I think okay, Bradley Beal right. is there for 10 years, and that's an all-star level player to me, mm-hmm. as long as he's healthy. Uh, but I think Zach Levine has the peak above that, but maybe not the consistency. Wow. Okay. That's what I would say. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know what his game looks like in four years, and I don't know if it's... Like, when I watch him, I don't see an Olympic-level player, certainly. I don't see someone whose game would fit well internationally, either. I don't know. You can shoot. He's athletic. Get up and down the floor. Okay. Okay. You're, tr- you're starting to sell me. You like Zach Levine a lot more than I do. I, I mean, his last three months are really messing with my head. Okay. Uh, he was unbelievable last three months. It also could have been a situation where the Timberwolves were playing people who were like, eh, it's the Timberwolves. Why do we have to try <laughs> <laughs> like we're gonna beat them anyway if they play well. Fair. Uh, Kevin Durant and Paul George are good small forwards. Hard to get better than that. Yeah. Uh, by the way, okay. Here's another random question, just because uh, we haven't prepped for that at all. But Warriors or the USA men's basketball team? All right. Are we going by time cop, uh, space time continuum rules where the same matter cannot op- occupy the same space and it may cause a nuclear reaction? So you can't. No. So like the so per- Kevin Durant can be on both teams. So like Kevin Durant couldn't guard himself or touch himself. Really, like he I couldn't think- touch the his like the other Kevin Durant's shoulder. No, I think it, he can. The, the world would explode. I I'm not worried about. So that. we're not going by time cop because that's all I know about time travel is from the movie Time Cop. Yeah, I I'm I'm going with whatever version of time travel allows <laughs> allows that. Okay. Kevin Durant to guard to Kevin Durant. Okay, so the Warriors or this USA basketball team. This USA basketball team, right? Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, 
Clay is probably I like Clay as your starting two guard for this roster. Sure, yeah. Uh Steph is better than Kyrie and Clay and Kyle Lowry. Right. Uh Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant. Draymond right. Green is Draymond Green. Right. Uh is he's probably not better than Melo for international basketball. Melo's amazing right. at this level. Uh, you have to remember the Warriors did lose most spades. So that could they really They did lose most spades. <laughs> yeah. The bench is stronger for Team USA. I would say that. To be sure. I mean, you said the Jazz's bench was stronger. Oh, I guess you didn't, but CBS Sports did. Right. I well, I think I put the I think I put the Jazz you over said, the Warriors. Oh, okay. You had them second though, right? Yeah. So I think who did, so. Who was first on your list of benches? Do you remember? Uh, I could look it up. Okay. I mean, we can do that later. Yeah. But my point is, Team USA's bench is likely to be better than the Warriors' bench, especially if you have all stars coming off it. Yeah, I would <laughs> right. agree with that. Uh, but like, I think the Warriors have a chance. Hot um, take: The Warriors have a better coach. Oh, than Coach K? Yeah, I'm taking other Coach K, Steve Kerr. Yeah, I like. I mean, I'd rather have Tom Thibodeau coaching this team than Coach K. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. They definitely Team USA definitely has the worst assistant coach of any of them with Jim Beheim, <laughs> awful coach. I don't care what you say, Syracuse. He's an awful coach. Okay. There's a reason you don't develop any NBA players outside of Carmelo. But maybe that's why Carmelo plays so well in international basketball. Oh, because Jim Beheim's there. That makes sense. Maybe sure. <laughs> kind of. It's kind of a, kind of a memory thing of like, hey, remember the last time you were an amazing American icon well, here on I the am. basketball court? Well, here we go. Yeah. Uh, this team is, uh, I mean, okay, let me, uh, how close are these games? Do you think Team USA wins every game by more than 20? Um, I don't think, well, oh man. Yeah, like I think their margin of victory will be like 30 to 35 points. On average? For the entire ter- entire tournament, like tournament and group play combined, yeah. So even against Spain and France? Yeah, because they're going to beat. They're going to be, you know, Venezuela by 65 points. Oh, sure. Yeah. On average. Yeah. yeah on yeah, average. Yeah. yeah. And then I think, I think Spain can keep it close. I think France can keep it close, but I still think it ends up being a double digit game. Yeah. I'm with you there. I think it's double digits. I don't yeah. think it's 20. I think it'll shock people to remember that, uh, 2012, the U S only beat Spain by, by seven points Yeah, in the gold. It was game. a close game. And yeah. it was, uh, was Spain leading in the third? Was, I think I so. And I think right? they needed Kobe Bryant to be a hero. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They don't have that anymore. They don't have Kobe Bryant anymore. Who's going to be the Kobe of this team? Harrison Barnes? Mello. 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 All right. We're going to talk about swimming later. Real quick. Uh, I have I have a take regarding Mello and swimming. Okay. <laughs> Trust me, this makes sense. Okay, let's hear it. All right. I think it's ridiculous the way we laud Michael Phelps and all of his medals. I think it's absurd. He's the best swimmer ever. Why is that? What does that matter? You get a, you get a, if you change your arm motion a quarter of a degree, you get a medal, right? Yeah. Like you can earn so many medals in swimming. But a quarter of a degree is also the difference between me and Steph Curry as a shooter. I mean, okay. I'm going to disagree with you no, on no, that no. one. <laughs> okay. Me and I don't know. Here's the thing. You have the opportunity to have so many medals in swimming if you're good at it. If you are a basketball player in that's, the Olympics, you earn one medal. That's it. One medal. Yeah. I think Carmelo Anthony is at least the equal of Michael Phelps on an Olympic level for American history. That's what I would say. Hmm. I, I don't know if I agree. Like Because he's not the best ex ever, right? Why? Michael I mean, Phelps is the best swimmer ever. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, he's top three. Carmelo uh, might be the best international basketball player we've ever seen. 
You think he's a top three international basketball he's, player? He puts up like 30 points in 18 minutes yeah. every time they play. That's good. I think he's the. I think it, since the Dream Team, Carmelo is easily the best American basketball player in this competition. Okay. So I would huh. say Carmelo is the Michael Phelps of the Olympics. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And Maybe Michael even better. Michael Phelps is in the Olympics, so right. for someone else to be the Michael Phelps of the Olympics is, is a hot take. Yeah. And you get a you get a medal if you put your swimsuit on right. <laughs> that, that fire crackling's my take. <laughs> you do. You get so many medals for swimming. I think it's ridiculous that we're like, oh, he's got like twenty five medals. Yeah, because he's yeah. A, because he's a swimmer. But I, I, like I don't put it in that terms. I, I agree that's that's cheating a little bit. Like you can't. It's apples to oranges, but right. So we just like volume. So why not take a volume score? Uh, I would also point out that Melo didn't win in 04. Michael Phelps didn't win all gold medals. That's true, but yeah. Eh. Phelps' competition was better. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to make this argument work. No, I would argue that that Spain has put up more of a competition against the U.S. than any swimmer for like the torpedo or whoever that guy was. Yeah, maybe. No, he was good. He's fast. He's, yeah, he's great. His Spain's really good. At, Spain's really good at basketball. Like it's what's the best Spanish player nickname? The best Spanish player nickname? Yeah, La Bomba, mm-hmm. Juan Carlos Navarro. Yep, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, but would you rather have a La Bomba or La Torpedo? I'm more scared of bombs than I am torpedoes. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real conversation. Right. Uh, to those points, let's go to the Olympics odds. Uh, like we said, uh, Team USA 1-14 to 14, uh, odds of winning the tournament. So if you bet one, let's see, you bet $14, you get you $1, get $1. Dollar of winning. Right. So, you know, it's basically putting your money in the stock market and getting like a 7% right. return. Okay. And, and can I just offer up a betting advice? Yeah. For the Olympic basketball, you will see Spain at 10 to 1. You will see Lithuania at 28 to 1. You will say, "Wow, if something happens, I could really clean up here." You're wasting your money, just send it to us. Okay. Nobody is beating USA in basketball. Wow. Okay. Uh Spain's at 10 to 1, France is 14 to 1, Serbia 22 to 1, Brazil 28 to 1. Lithuania also twenty eight to one, Argentina thirty three to one, Croatia fifty to one, Australia one hundred and fifty to one, and after that they're all five hundred to one. Yep. Which yeah, which even that even that seems don't don't do that one. That seems like a bad bet. I I could see betting on Spain like whatever you get ten dollars, ten dollars is so much money. You're probably betting more than a dollar, right? (laughs) (laughs) There's got to be a table minimum for online betting. (laughs) There probably is. I don't know. Regardless, yeah, I I want to bet one dollar. I guess so. I mean, I guess I would I would enjoy throwing a hundred dollars down on Lithuania, right? A hundred dollars. Yeah, why not? I want about one dollar. <laughs> <laughs> that was enough for me. I was just gonna be happy with my twenty eight dollars I'm betting on Lithuania. Sure. Speaking of which, let's go back to the inner out segment where because you've named two of your modeling uh, your meddling teams. Sorry. Yes. Uh, that was Spain US and, and U.S. Right. But you haven't named the third, which is one of because these are the only teams we haven't named yet, Croatia, Nigeria, Serbia, Lithuania, and Argentina. Yes. Is it Argentina? It is Lithuania. It's Lithuania. Lithuania won three straight gold medals. Or, I'm sorry, no, that's incorrect. (laughs) Three straight bronze medals, uh, 92, 96, 2000. They did. Uh, Since then, I think they finished eighth, and they finished fourth. Uh, I think this team is excellent. I think this team is better than Argentina. I think they'll beat France if they play them. Uh, Lithuania is my bronze medal winner. They only have two NBA players? Correct. And one's a rookie. Domantas Sabonis and Jonas Valanciunas. Yeah. And you're still taking them. 
They're very Calnietis is very good. Cybutus, very good. Over France. Over France. Rudy Gobert is angry. Hey. Have we ever seen him get the best of Jonas Valanciunas? Probably. I don't that's probably, that's I, not that's not, <laughs> that's not a stretch of the imagination by any means. <laughs> I'm, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, probably. Who knows? Probably. Uh jazz wise, the ties are Boris Dio, Rudy Gobert for France. You're gonna make poor Boris mad with this take. Boris has lived life That's far true. more than he needs my take. That's fair. How will Neto for Brazil, who I still want to be the starting point guard, even though it, at least in the warm-ups, Marcelo Huertas has been starting. I really want to start a food podcast with Boris Dio. That'd be good. Or cooking show. Yeah. I why, think you could sell that. Why can't he be the Jazz's Aisha Curry? I think he can be. Right. I think they have a lot in common. He's more charming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Joe Ingles playing for Australia. He is. I, uh, I really like Joe Ingles. By the way, I yeah, gotta say I really I, enjoy watching him warm up, play basketball, all of it. Yeah, I'm in he's, on Joe Ingles. Yeah, he has a weird shot, but it's very accurate. Yeah, lefty. Yeah, lefty. It's there's a weird rotation of the ball, the weird hand placement for the the guiding hand. Uh, but it's it's good. This week I was watching uh the Jazz Bulls game um that happened in the Delta Center or I guess Vivint Arena this year. Uh, and that was the one that went to overtime. Derrick Rose hit the shot, but the Jazz came back. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, then Joe Ingles had that nice pass through traffic that was kind of behind guys to Gordon Hayward for a dunk. Yeah. I think, like, playmaking ability is something that Joe Ingles he has. Can, he can sling it. Yeah, he's really good at passing. Here are the, the games involving uh, Jazz players and Team USA in the group stages. We've got France playing Australia Saturday, this Saturday. This will be good. The uh, they're the, the first game or the, the last the, game? The first. Oh, I don't know if it's the first game of the. There are three games that day. The, USA's, I think it's the first game because it's at 2.15. Right. USA's at four that day. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so they play at 2.15. France plays Australia Saturday, 2.15. Australia plays America, the USA, on the 10th at 7 o'clock. And then France, Rudy Gobert, Boris Diaw play Team USA on the 14th at 2.15. Any other matchups between those two teams, uh, or those, I guess, three teams, four well, teams, will happen, will happen in, in the the bracket. The bracket, right? Yeah. Because Brazil's in Group B rather than Group A, and uh, yeah, those are all the combinations of yep. those other <laughs> teams. That's true. <laughs> so uh, those are the games I'm, I'm excited for. I think France Australia will be kind of a That'll fun. That'll be one. fun. Yeah. Um, both of those teams struggling a little bit coming in. Australia didn't have Joe Ingles due to the, due to the birth of his kids, right. uh, twins, so th- they'll probably play a little bit better. Plus, we know the classic Australian-French wars of the past. I mean, That's there's a true. lot of bad blood there. There is. Spencer yeah. Hall has told us that more than <laughs> right. more than once. Who do you think comes out of the Group A? Group A is Australia, China, France, Serbia, USA, Venezuela. China and Venezuela are out, right? Yeah. Group B is Argentina, Brazil, Croatia, Lithuania, Nigeria, Spain. Nigeria's Probably out. Nigeria and uh I think I'm going to say Brazil. I think I'd say Croatia. I like, yeah, I, I just like, like I just like do. Croatia. Yeah. I think that's what it is. But yeah, I, I think Brazil is in and Croatia's out. May yeah, maybe. That's maybe I, safer. That's safer, but that's not what you put in your article, so No. You've it's already not. gone you've already which is fine. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. Um, we still got five or I guess four Olympic events that we have to do in or out on. Yeah. Um, cause you've got a swimming take. Is that, was that your swimming that take? That was my the swimming take. Yeah. Okay. Then we, I don't know if we have to do it. And do I'll, you have a sports climbing take? I'm in on it. Cause it looks like American gladiators. Ooh. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be cool. Yeah. I want them to race. I don't know if they do race. That's probably, yeah, that's probably not what it is. 
I mean, maybe is it time? I don't know. Well, we. Well, I would assume it's timed. I think most things are timed. Or is it just like a yes or no thing? Whether or not you can. Can you climb this climb mountain? Yes, thing. you get a medal. Well, that's how it is for like pole vaulting, right? I guess so. I don't know. I, we're gonna <laughs> Google sports climbing during the break. Uh, we'll talk about that, and of course, go around the NBA. We've got lots of news and notes from the association. That's next on the Salt City Hoop Show on ESPN 700. We're scanning the league from coast to coast. This is Around the NBA on Salt City Hoops on ESPN 700. All right, welcome in to the Salt City Hoop Show on ESPN 700. Andy Larson, Zach Harper joining you. Uh, before we get into ins- around the NBA, excuse me, there's another show that's called Inside right. the NBA. <laughs> How many places are going to sue name. us in this episode? <laughs> uh, Brian Brown asked on Twitter, at BrownBearSLC, Zach Levine, Bradley Beal, or Rodney Hood? We had asked earlier in the show, Zach Levine, Bradley Beal, or was it just between those two? No, uh, no DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan, right, third. yeah. But he's thrown in Rodney Hood. Who do you take there? Rodney Hood. I think I'd probably take Rodney Hood, I think too. I would, yeah. Um, we were just discussing before we came back from commercial could Rodney Hood become Clay Thompson esque as a player? Now he's not going to be the three point shooter Clay is because Clay is maybe the second greatest shooter of all time. Right. Uh, but he could be. I can see Rodney Hood being a consistent like thirty eight to forty percent three point shooter over a ten year. You know he's probably better attacking the basket because Clay's really bad attacking the basket. Um, Clay's a better defender, but could Rodney become a lockdown defender? Maybe it's not a sure thing for sure, but I, I think that's. You talk to him, and that's where his focus is on yeah. improving his game. And so that's that's good to see from a young player. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we also Googled sport climbing. And basically, there are three different disciplines. And some of them, it's timed. And some of it, it's just whether or not they make it to the top. I'm way out on this. I'm way out now. After learning the rules, I wanted it but, to be American Gladiators. It's not American Gladiators. I think it... At at worst, it should be timed. It's... Uh, I mean... It's insane that not all of these are timed. You're what you want in one of the disciplines... I want them all to be timed. What's the point? See, and I'm cool. It's if somebody falls off because it's too hard for even an Olympic climber. That to me is like that's pretty impressive. But if everyone can get to the top of one of these competitions, who wins? Uh, no one, because they they won't do that. They'll make it harder. Then, what if two guys keep or two women keep? Finding their way to the top of every apparatus they throw at we'll them. Keep, we'll remove one hold at a time until this is they dumb. get to the top. No, I'm out on this. Ah, see, I, I like it. It's, Give me American Gladiators. It's like how the U.S. Open is fun because it's hard. Why can't all the American Gladiator events be Olympic events? That's a good... I like that. Yeah. I mean, American Gladiator. <laughs> sure, I guess rest, maybe it's a little biased. The other, the other <laughs> countries would be anti that. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, let's go around the NBA. Uh, there's weird talk around the league... About Derek Fisher making a comeback as a player? Sure. Like, okay, so, and it's not really clear whether or not... He turns 42 next week. Yeah, he's too old and wasn't good either when he retired. Like, no. it's a different situation where it's like Tim Duncan, for example, if he came back in two years, I think he could maybe do something. Yeah, because he's big. Right. Derek Fisher is, has none of the requisite skills to be no. an NBA player anymore. No. And even in the video he posts on Instagram, like he's not handling the ball all that well. <laughs> like it's kind of sloppy. Like the gather from his dribble into his jump shot is all over the place. Like he's not. He, it's not good. That was not the best. Vi- that, like, that was an Uncle Rico video from Napoleon Dynamite. Hey, Stan Van still can handle the ball. Sure, not but Instagram video. Also not not trying to not come back. Not making an NBA comeback. Yeah. Bummer. Uh, speaking on of people working out over the summer, Andrew Wiggins' little seven twenty dunk. 
that he barely missed. He came but very close. Very, very close. I think if he develops and practices that more, like that's he has a easy win in a slam dunk contest. He, he hasn't. I think he would beat Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon anyway. Wow, like, he's amazing. What he does with the ball in like dunk lines and practice, and what he did in high school, all that stuff could easily win the NBA dunk contest. Here's the what problem. What he does in NBA warm-up game lines could yeah. b- beat Zach Levine in a dunk contest? He does everything Zach does and makes it look effortless. Like he's really on un- Why like, hasn't he done it yet? He he was in he said he I asked him about this in 2014. He said I've been in one dunk contest and I lost. That's not a good that sign was, for your argument. That was He doesn't he didn't like that was it. He was in a dunk contest with Aaron Gordon, Jabari Parker, some maybe Rondé Hollis Jefferson and then uh, who was the other guy? Chris Walker, the guy that went to Florida and then never got to play because he kept getting kicked off the Did team. Did Walker win? Walker won. Okay. And and Andrew was all right. I'm out. He wanted to win, but even even Zach Levine says like this guy would win a win a dunk contest. We need to we need to talk to Andrew. Yeah. Higgins. That's your job. He's not much of a talker. <laughs> not a great interview. <laughs> well, it's it's not what he says that's important. It's right. what you need to tell him. There's, I mean, someone needs to get him in the dunk contest. Yeah. He would, he would win. Or honestly, just talk to Zach Levine and the rest of his Timberwolves teammates and see if they can peer pressure Look, him. Look, we it. had the movie Celtic Pride where they kidnapped a player to prevent him from playing in the NBA Finals, right? Yeah, and then the Jazz won. It was and great. The Jazz won. It was great. <laughs> um, why can't we have a real-life Celtic Pride with Zach Levine kidnapping Andrew Wiggins to be in the dunk contest? That seems fine. Seems. We've already had an NBA kidnapping last offseason. Right. We had DeAndre Jordan. And everything I, turned out fine. I'm pro this. Yeah. Uh, Ennis Cantor is on fire on Twitter. By the way, cue the LOL Lakers music because we're we're getting ready for that. Uh, uh, well, okay. First of all, Anthony Slater of the Oklahoma is going to the Bay Area to cover the Warriors. Yeah. Ennis Cantor did a Photoshop there. But the best one was uh, when Russell Westbrook officially signed the extension, and he posted this great picture on Twitter of a Laker fan, a cartoon Laker fan, just sad on his computer with the crying Jordan face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, taunting a specific franchise for right. not getting Russell Westbrook is great, and it's even better that it's the Lakers. Because that's they, this is their only savior. It's every offseason. It's, hey, who's the best free agent? Okay, maybe we can get him and stop being such a joke. No. Jim Buss is your joke. Yep. That's the reason you're a joke. It's because it's Jim Buss. Get and, rid of him. And, like, the idea... Uh, was so horrifying to Russell Westbrook that he signed an extension. Right. <laughs> I mean, I guess there are other NBA teams he could have gone to, sure. too. But it was clearly not even an option. It was not even interesting to him to wait a year to make this decision. Right. He's he, like, nope, definitely not. I'll take my $9 million bump and get on my way. Yeah. He's he's out on the Lakers. Out on the so Lakers. Is, quite frankly, every major NBA free really agent. Really, anybody wants to be a free agent. And then they have to spend a ton of money on Luol Deng and Timothy Moskov. Timothy Moskov, yeah. neither of whom are going to be good in two years. Yeah, I mean, Deng's probably on the, his last legs, right? And Moskov. Moskov could be good. Like, Moskov's Maybe. talented. He's effective. He sucked last year. But he was good two years ago. Are you, uh, kind of relatedly, are you in on Noah, uh, another center who struggled last year? And Man, I, good he played ago? 29 games. His right. body's so broken. I don't, like, if he can if he can play 70 games, yeah, I'm in. But I don't know that he can make 60 games. Okay. Yeah. I'm just curious. I mean, I'm, I'm, I think I might be out on Mozgov's career. Not like him. Uh, certainly, I don't think he's making it to the standard of play of his contract. I think he plays a lot better. Probably with not. Yeah. Better players around him, and yeah. you know, now that he's going to be with the Lakers, I don't know that he gets those kind of opportunities. Right. Uh, 
especially on defense, quite frankly, where... They really need him to be the rim protector he was two years ago, and I don't know that he will be. And he'll get way more... He'll get way more chances, let's put it that way, to make an impact on the defensive end, yeah. but that's not a necessarily a good that's thing. That's a bad thing, actually. <laughs> that's very much a bad thing. Yeah, so anyway, that's all for LOL Lakers. Just Ennis Cantor making fun of you. It's not a great look. Not a great look. Uh, Shams Trania's, uh Clay Thompson story on Kevin Durant's move was kind of funny. It just Here's the best quote. I was sleeping and my brother came to my room and woke me to tell me up that Katie had committed. I didn't believe it at first when he told me, so I had to check my phone and verify it. I was like, seriously? Katie really chose us? It was an incredible moment for our organization. I was psyched. We had the final form of our team. And then I went back to sleep. He's the most boring person in the world. <laughs> he really like, ah, is. Sweet. He's a horrible quote. He's really boring. Like, he really is just the guy who's like, okay, what am I going to do right now? Well, there's a gym. I'll go shoot. That's <laughs> all he does. And granted, very good at it. If I could shoot yeah. like him, that's all I would do too. Yeah. But he really is so boring. It's amazing. Uh, Michelle Roberts, chief of the NBA Players Union, uh, expressed some optimism on getting a player uh, player owner deal done before uh, getting to a work stoppage in 2017. In fact, she actually quoted the December 15th deadline, uh, the opt-out date for either side, as a target for getting a deal done, i.e. getting a deal done this season before even we reach the summer. Adam Silver's kind of alluded to that as well. Which, is, which would be such a good thing, not only for like, your and I's continued employment. Right. Which, <laughs> I'm in on being employed doing this job. <laughs> but just the lockout last time was such a bummer, and it's it sucks for fans. It sucks for like the thousands of people who work at arenas right. league wide. Uh, teams fired all their sales staff. I mean, it was a real bummer. It's not great. And if the the players and owners can agree that they're making so much money right now that they can figure out a way to make it work for everybody. Yeah. Let's focus on doing that. That's that's a very, very good thing. Also, how fun would All Star Weekend be if we don't have this lockout thing looming oh, over great. our heads? Like we could you can like it's a legitimate celebration of the league at that point if you can say, Hey, by the way, we have a new collective bargaining agreement running us through like twenty twenty three or whatever. Huge, we don't have to worry about this. Huge parties in New Orleans. If that's yeah, otherwise there will still be huge parties in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> well New Orleans is great. For All Star Weekend, yeah, it's really fun. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. You should. Year. It's that's, so much fun. That's on, that's on the calendar. Yeah, it's, it's gonna happen. Make it happen. All right. Uh, this just needs to be played on the air. So Team USA did a little sing along on the flight to Rio uh, this week. Let's let's go ahead and play the clip. That's some great singing from Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler especially got into it. Kyrie he, Irving yeah. singing. DeMar DeRozan's face throughout the entire video because he's shooting it yeah. is very, very entertaining. Yeah. And then Mello, uh, KD is wrapped in a blanket for some reason. I don't know why. He's just standing in the aisle with a blanket. He's not that. He doesn't have a lot of meat on his bones. You got to stay warm. Yeah, that's a great it's, point. It's chilly up there. And Mello uh, is not pleased. Not, not pleased abused. at all. <laughs> that on the Rosen's Instagram account yeah. and every other aggregation site. Right, on the exactly. So uh, your local Facebook.com also has this video. <laughs> Uh, TNT is putting Charles Barkley on a unscripted six-episode six show 
they're calling the race card. Here's what I think. This is my conspiracy theory for this. Okay. Charles Barkley's contract must be coming up. And this is the best way to negotiate him down. Because they know that he's going to say something that he probably shouldn't. I would say that a lot of younger people, um, especially like younger basketball fans in the African-American community, don't don't seem to be very in on what Charles Barkley has to say about racial issues. Yeah. Uh, I don't imagine this going over well, but their audience also may just be white males 18 to 45 and and it, and that may hit. Okay, so but then does that audience believe in Charles Barkley's takes on race? It doesn't I don't know that it matters as long as they tune in, right? Or like if we're talking about, about the success of the TV show. Okay. Look, there are racial issues. Now we're going to talk about race whether this is a productive talk or not. Maybe Charles Barkley says something funny or crazy or I think whether or not that's a productive talk or not really matters. Like I think it should. I don't have great confidence that it, that it will matter. Like I would feel better about like Kenny Smith leading this maybe. 100%. <laughs> I would feel better about Shaq leading this. Ooh, I, mm, I don't know if I would. I I might take Charles over Shaq. Maybe. I, I don't know. I, I don't want Charles to do it because I want him to continue to be uh, employed by Inside the NBA. Sure, and, I, and TNT, I enjoy it. Uh, which is not, by the way, the name of this segment. Right, no, this is Around the NBA. <laughs> yes. Don't sue us. Someone someone else has probably used that name before, but have they trademarked it? Probably not. Probably not. Doc Rivers, uh, pretty emphatic last week that he's not trading Blake Griffin to the Celtics or anywhere. You know, that's not a surprise. He said that before. What's kind of funny, though, is that he put his youngest son, Spencer, on the task of trying to figure out where this rumor came from. And the nepotism in this organization <laughs> is just unreal. Austin was unavailable. Austin was unavailable. And so, shockingly, Spencer reported to Doc that actually it was Boston Talk Radio who came up with the rumor. Which Shocked. Not, again, not surprising. And, like, poor Spencer is, what? He's got to have better things to do, right? I don't he could, know. He I didn't do a whole shooting guard. I didn't do a whole lot in college. <laughs> I had a lot of free time. <laughs> if you had said, Zach, go track down this rumor, I probably would have said, All right. <laughs> I guess so. Uh we talked about the players union uh funding health care for retirees last week. Yes. Great uh, move. Two retired players did this great article, um, Eaton Thomas and Mark Eaton, which similar names. Um uh, on just how this impacts retired players and, and what a good move it is. Um, Thomas especially talked about how you see the impact of playing the NBA game on our veterans. You see like Phil Jackson needing his stool. You see yeah. uh, guys kind of walking funny after, you know, you, you when you see these kind of old timers wheeled out, that they're being wheeled out is a bad sign. Yeah. And so that they now definitely have health insurance and have these resources is a good thing for the NBA's players, even if they did make a lot of money in their careers. And I don't know how many people have this opportunity, but like walking through locker rooms and stuff, like you look at like Pau Gasol's feet, hmm. it's gross. I'm not a feet person in general, but like seeing his like his feet are you know what feet should look yeah like. his feet are mangled and like that's not going to go away when he when he retires like that's just and you know granted they get compensated pretty well and uh, and that's great but like if you can't move after the age of forty, that sucks yeah. no matter how much money you have right. Yeah, I mean, we, we've talked about, like, Bill Walton, for example. Yeah. Maybe he felt like he had to commit suicide because right. his, his back pain was so bad yeah. until 
this last gasp surgery that they did. Yeah, and Larry Bird has had horrendous bouts with back injuries. And, you know, watch Kevin McHale walk up and down the sideline if he yeah. coaches again. It's awful. Yeah, it's bad. All right. Anyway, we got to take a break. On the other side, we'll talk about Gordon Hayward's tennis game and uh, do a couple more in or outs on Olympic sports. That's next on the Salsa Dupe Show, ESPN 700. Back to the analytics, opinions, and best breakdown of the Utah Jazz and the NBA. This is Salt City Hoops on Utah's number one sports talk, ESPN 700. Yes, analytics and breakdown like Gordon Hayward's rap. Let's. Uh, I mean, Too Big Yo is a classic of the, of the genre of what? White NBA players rapping? Yeah. Apparently, uh, Ryan Anderson and J.J. Redick used to used to put some fire into the mics back when they really? were in Orlando. That's what they claim on the J.J. Redick podcast. Okay. Like, I, to the point where Ryan Anderson, like, has a studio. Wow. Yeah. I'm shocked. Um, I I want to see them all rap. To, I mean, this tennis tournament by Gordon Hayward, this, this whole run, I've gone to all three games... It's, uh, it's kind of crazy to think about actually what he's done here. I'll back up. Uh, he didn't. He didn't go to the Olympics, and instead has entered in this charity tournament as as a favor to a friend and honestly to help fight juvenile diabetes, which yeah. is a good and important cause. Great cause. Uh, and instead of just doing this exhibition match against Mark Philippoussis and Ryan Harrison, which takes place Saturday, I think it's at six thirty, something like that. Anyway, uh, Saturday night. Uh, at the Eccles Tennis Center, he's actually entering into the the tournament itself, which is kind of cool. Yeah, right? it is like, cool. Instead of just doing the exhibition match, which he definitely could have done, he's yeah. actually playing tennis against the Randos, and so he's end winning. So he's entering into the four point five division. Tennis has these like rankings of how good you are. Okay, four point five is pretty good, <laughs> uh, and won the first round six nil six one. Second round was a little bit harder. It was against a jazz fan. His name was Nathan. Met him afterwards. Super nice guy. Uh, lost the first set, 4-6, but then ended up winning the next two sets, 6-0, 6-1. Um, or maybe it was 6-1, 6-0, one I, of those things. I don't want to poo-poo Nathan's tennis skills. Is it possible Gordon Hayward did this as like, hey, you're a jazz fan. I'll, I'll drop, a, I'll drop a, set? a set to you? No, I don't think so. He's probably more competitive than that, right? Uh, yes, and I think a it takes him a little bit of time to warm up, warm up, uh, and b his level stays way higher than everyone else's through sets two and three because he's an NBA player, right? Because he's in pretty good shape. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. doesn't really get tired. Everyone else gets tired and yeah. has to run, you know, back and forth and up and down and the whole thing. The the serve goes down, what you'd expect, right? Right. That doesn't happen with Gordon Hayward. I think he gets better through matches, and honestly, I think he's gotten better every match he's played. He's probably learning at a rapid at a rapid pace because he's 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 a professional athlete. It's crazy. He's he's actually he said that he has only played a couple times since he moved to Utah. Uh, Okay, played in the last couple of weeks, kind of warming up for this tournament, knowing he'd be playing in front of people, Uh, and is already like a pretty solid amateur player at the. in Utah, I don't know. Uh, it's 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 impressive. Yeah. Now I have a question for you. Shouldn't yeah. he be working on his jump shot right now? You know what? It's the dumbest response you can have. Yeah. If you see Gordon Hayward is playing tennis in the off season and you think, why isn't he working on his game? If you're an accountant, why aren't you doing math twenty four seven? Because you suck. 
That's why I'm you're a writer. Being why am I not writing 24-7? You're not working hard enough. Not working hard enough. Like, this is such a dumb reaction to have. Stop having that reaction. Yeah. And he did his basketball workout in the morning. Like, he could right, do he, both. Right. He that, did it. He's a professional athlete. This is what they do. Yeah. It, it was funny. Like, uh, Doug Burrell, the massage therapist for the Jazz, was there. And he was like, yeah, Gordon had a pretty tough workout and long strenuous workout this morning and they were a little bit worried like maybe he won't be very good yeah. as a result no he was fine. turns out he's still in pretty good shape <laughs> still yeah not a big deal it's like shoot around and then playing a game that right. Night, right maybe he maybe that shows he's not working hard enough maybe in his maybe. basketball workouts or his tennis workouts right maybe he's winning too easily <laughs> right maybe he's winning too easily uh so anyway one in three sets last night that's actually the only three set game of the tournament so far so okay. or a three set match i should say right uh, and then today played at five o'clock. I watched it, watched the entire match before rushing down to the studio here. One six four six one. Uh, his opponent was great. They broke back and forth. The first set was awesome tennis. Second set level dipped a little bit, but Gordon Hayward's Gordon Hayward's good. I'm just still impressed. I'm I'm gonna I'm if my basketball game Saturday morning doesn't happen, I'm gonna go watch him. Yeah, his the final game, his final game of the tournament, uh, and the tournament's final yeah saturday 8 30 a.m right at the Eccles tennis center uh by at the university of utah so check that if you if you want to watch it there have been like 15 people at each of these matches like yesterday there were probably 30. like 40 people 30 to 40 people but, okay uh today there was like nobody here's what i say let's get a thousand people there <laughs> why not uh well I don't know that they can fit a thousand people <laughs> but like a hundred would be good okay it's the final guys go right. out there watch Gordon Hayward play tennis it's free yeah Eccles Tennis Center eight thirty tomorrow morning easy enough watch Gordon Hayward win a a cup right I think I think I read that the winner gets like hand sanitizer or something so oh, sure it's it's real that's a big event <laughs> <laughs> I just love that it's you know that he's playing like a ten a tournament where you get hand sanitizer yeah if you sure will. why not. All right. Well, that's our Salty Hoop show for today. Um, as always, you can if you missed any of the show, you can listen to it on saltcityhoops.com, and you can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. We put them all up there. Thanks again to Zach Harper for joining us. Thank you. Uh, and check us out all of our articles and jazz analysis, even during the offseason, on saltcityhoops.com, the ESPN Troop affiliate for the Utah Jazz. Signing out, Andy Larson, Zach Harper, ESPN 700.